This is Cape Talk. This is Cape Talk. 29 minutes to 10. Tim Landy is with us. We've got a special guest, Andrew Patterson, crazy guy doing crazy things. We'll find out in the next few minutes what he is doing quickly. Uh, let's go to Yusuf in Brackenfell. You want to talk entrepreneurship, Yusuf? Thanks for your call. Hi, good get you. Um, our health sector has been widely said that it's in the state of distress and it's going to be plummeting, right? And if you talk about entrepreneurship, do you know that professional nurses on their own can practice wherever they want to? They can set up practice on their own and um, claim for medical aid. That alone gives them access to employing, you know, unskilled professionals or persons out there, like the children and, you know, family members to, to assist them in their practice. When you say practice anywhere they want, what do you mean? When I say practice anywhere they want, whatever discipline there is in health, they can perform. So if they want to go out and set up a practice and say, you know what, instead of the patient coming to the hospital to do his wound care, I can go out, set up my own practice and go to the patient's home and provide a service. It is, their profession is multi-skilled in terms of the education where they can set up practice, claim for medical aid, and they get paid for it, and then employ more people. Most interesting, Yusuf. In Brackenfell, we need to explore that. Cape Talk, the Kaketsa Sachane Show. It is a Thursday. Tim Lundy is here. How are you doing? Very well. That um, All the rain is coming down. It's... Actually, amazing to be on the mountains when the rain's coming down. I can only imagine. Rivers are flowing. It's beautiful. There's lots of water to drink, which is what Andrew Patterson would need every day. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Patterson, how you doing, man? I'm doing really good, buddy. How are you? Welcome to the show, boss. Thank you. There's uh, a lot that we will discuss with, with Andrew. He hikes up Platterclip every day. He's been doing the, this for what, a year. 165th climb today he's got 200 to go every day ah <laughs> tim and his friends <laughs> we'll talk about why but um as we normally do tim starting off with a rescue recap what happened okay so there have been two one in the peninsula and one in the winelands area um the one in uh Borkman's Clove, which was in hot bay um rock came down and hit somebody Oh. And they had to be airlifted. Um, I'm not sure how um, they are doing at the moment, but it was quite a serious call. And um, then the Baines Clough one was a leg injury. Um, somebody slipped and they were rescued yesterday. So, again, they brought the helicopter in because it was, you know, with the, the weather changing the way it was, it was mm. just quicker um, and safer to, to get the person out via helicopter because to try and carry, it was um, along one of the rivers. And as you know, the rivers are all flowing yeah. brilliantly, so it would have been just too dangerous. So, yeah, the helicopter went in and got them out. Um, but, yeah. All your hiking-related questions, 021-446-0567. Safety recap? So, safety recap, we met on Tuesday night, um, Andre, myself, and um, a couple of others. And we're basically just looking now, um, as we mentioned last week, um, to start launch for spring and September um, to to have safety plans in place to to head out and, mm. and make it yeah, I'll get the mountain back and make sure that these guys know that um, we 
we're not going to take us lying down. Thanks again for bringing Andre to the studio uh, the last time. Mm. And our guest for this evening, Andrew Patterson. Tell us about this guy. Okay, so Andrew, um, I actually find quite remarkable. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, uh, yeah, I have a um, lot of uh, admiration for what, what he's doing um, because Platterclip is not, not my favorite walk and a lot of people <laughs> are not wild about it yeah um and to do it every single day um regardless of what's happening i think is is brilliant because he is doing it for a cause and um yeah so he climbs seven mountain every day um and their aim is to build two homes every week through the the organizations that he's with um to help one under-resourced school teach children to read and add 100 more donors to the leukemia database every week. 600 and or 365 Ubuntu climbs. Uh, this is the initiative that we're talking about. And Andrew Patterson, brother, where did it all begin? I mean, I'm I'm still stuck at the every day <laughs> but it's fine <laughs> where did it all begin and, and and why i mean it is an important cause that that you're busy with jokes aside but where did it all start for you yeah well, i've been involved in kind of fundraising um it started six years ago funny enough with platterclip uh i don't know if you know the platterclip charity challenge mm-hmm. that's where really seriously crazy people do stuff um and that was the kind of the first a uh, real moment that I had of of realizing that you could use your physicality to benefit others. And the same year I was introduced to the Sunflower Fund. And, um, you know, I do the Argus every year, not this year. But, uh, and so that kind of was how it all really started. Um, and then last year uh, I was given kind of a gift when the corporate role that I had no longer existed. I was retrenched. And so I was able to use kind of the clean slate for my future to think about, mm-hmm. you know, what, mm-hmm. what is it that I really want to do? And, and the reality is I was more interested in finding something that was adding value to society rather than just, you know, making money. Um, and obviously being a, a huge fan of the mountains, loving outdoors and hiking, I was blessed with the idea to actually be able to, you know, use this hiking up every day this year to, to kind of tie everything together. When when was your your first one? I started on the first of January this year. Yeah, so I started. Uh, I wanted to watch sunrise on top of the mountain. I had an amazing human being, Dave Thompson, meet me at four o'clock in the morning because the sunrise is at about five thirty, and I wanted to be on top to watch the sunrise, um, which was actually it was New Year's morning. New Year's morning. Yeah, yeah. it was interesting because I was driving on the road and there were people that hadn't been to sleep yet. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, I'm going to and the mountain. I'm like, hey, these people haven't been to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was like, if only you knew. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I had the, the pleasure of watching Sunrise on top of the, the mountain this year, which was great because I don't know if you remember, but the 31st, we actually had some rain. It was a little bit uh, overcast mm-hmm. and was yeah, a little yeah. blessing for all of us. And uh, when I got to the top, there was actually just a l- enough of a break in the cloud for me to see the sunrise. And then on my way back down, it closed completely up. So everybody who walked up after me, they all they saw was what I saw today, 
Gray. <laughs> we will um, post a link on, on Twitter um, at Gorgetsu Sachane at uh, Cape Talk uh, to uh, the backer buddy for 365 Ubuntu Climbs. Uh, the fundraising target is a million. Uh, donations to date, uh, 205,000. We need to do a whole lot more. It's looking good, though. It's looking good. Um, clearly, a number of people you know, believe in, in, in what, what you are doing. I mean, look at the organizations that you're working with, Habitat for Humanity, uh, One Heart for Kids, the Sunflower Fund. This is These are credible um, groups that you are supporting. Absolutely. And I think one of the huge issues that we face is, uh, forget about corruption in our governments, there's a lot of organizations that do stuff that people, when they when they donate, they are not entirely sure is the money going to where mm. it says it is. Mm. Um, all of these organizations have been around for a long time. They have the credibility of being able to offer people a Section 18A certificate. What that means is uh, you can actually go to SARS and say that I've donated and I can claim that money back from the tax that mm. I owe you. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like a, a little bit Incentive. of a... Yeah, exactly, it, which is great for corporates, but... A lot of people don't know that that's actually available for you as a as a normal citizen as well. Um, so all three of them are, are linked to that. And, and for me, that's a huge part of, of what I'm doing is the credibility behind it. Um, we've already been able to add 15 people to the database with uh, the Sunflower Fund. We're going to be distributing books to two schools at the end of the month with One Heart. And we constantly like to keep the donors updated with uh, all that information, what's going, so you can see hmm. exactly what the impact is of, of what you do. Andrew Patterson, 365 <laughs> Ubuntu Climbs, go and uh, check it out. We will tweet a link to that Backer Buddy, or you can go straight to backerbuddy.co.za, search for uh, 365 Ubuntu Climbs. So, I mean, you told us the story of day one, the New Year's morning. Today was the 165th climb yeah 200 to go yeah what what don't you get don't you get bored <laughs> <trying to wrap laughs> his head around it. don't worry i'm still wrapping it around my head as well <laughs> like what what, what 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 does it take because you've made this commitment and and so far i mean and i know you're gonna conclude uh you know you're a man of your word this is what you're gonna do because it's for a, a specific cause um but how do you encourage yourself every day to, to get up and go do you do it at the same time or today's sunset tomorrow sunrise wh- wh- how do you do it you know, now in winter uh, the weather plays the biggest part in determining when I can go up um, right. as much as I will uh, watch an insane storm on top of that mountain um, if I can you know safety is always highest priority um, mm. so if I can go and there's a gap in the weather then obviously I will take that opportunity um, but, but the reality is, uh, you know, you, you ask how, how do I get, it? it's funny. I, I was waking up before my alarm for the first time, I think in my life at the beginning of wow. the year. Okay. Uh, and I think when you find something that you're really passionate about. Body clock kicks in. Yeah. Mm. But also that you're passionate about and that's, you know, really ties into who you are and what you want to achieve versus just going to a job and, you know, ticking the box and mm. okay, I'm here. That's, you know, I'd, I'd been disillusioned with my previous job for at least two years. And um, it was amazing for me personally to, because I thought, you know, that's, I've, this is a new experience. You should always have a, a day's break at least uh, in terms of exercise. Mm. And I was always unsure as like, what was going to be the impact? Um, how much more tired would I be? Uh, and yet I was still waking up 
before my alarm at, throughout summer until until uh, kind of autumn came in and obviously the sun was rising a bit later i'm not hiking in the dark mm-hmm. um the cable car only opens at eight o'clock anyway so it's it's just all those things it's just very interesting to see how you know uh, it's been panning out so it's great and just to be clear climb we're talking you're climbing up and down Right, so it's not like a catch a ride on the cable car. No, 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 no. It's, uh, <laughs> well, I'm no hero. I'm, I'm oh. hiking up and catch a cable car. Down. Okay, okay. But he is hiking however. every day. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but also, like you know, the it's all the ways weather dependent. The cable car wasn't open today. It was actually the 33rd climb that I've done back down. So you're looking at one sure. in every five days I have oh, to wow. walk back down. Cool. Yeah, and uh, I'm really, really glad this idea happened this year because next year the cable car closes for six weeks while they replace the cables. <laughs> oh, my word. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> so if anybody wants to take over from me next year, just know that <laughs> that's waiting for you. But um, they still close every year in July mm-hmm. for, for routine maintenance. You know, it's they, they turn 89 years old this year. They've never had any incidents and they take safety incredibly seriously. And, and so for two weeks every year, they, they close down, they check every aspect, and they make sure that the cable cars are 100% safe for people. If you've just joined us, Andrew Patterson, um, 365 Ubuntu Climbs, he's doing this uh, for good cause for charity. He started on the morning of uh, New Year's New Year's morning 2018, climbing up Table Mountain (laughs) every day. (laughs) Today he did his 165th climb and he's got 200 uh, to go. We will, as mentioned, um, tweet a link to that. Backupbuddy.co.za. Go and check out 365 Ubuntu Climbs. The fundraising target is 1 million. We are over 200,000 thus far we regularly speak on the show about and tim uh, you know he's a sensei when it comes to this uh, teaching us about how to deal with uh, all sorts of conditions on on the mountain because uh, we know that weather can change at any point what have you had to endure everything yeah literally uh, lightning lightning storms uh, insane wind um, rain cold in fact, so snow will be coming. I'm hoping. I'm <laughs> yeah. hoping. Um, It'll be quite cool. Yeah, I know. So, Sorry, why is that cool? <laughs> 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 like, you guys are so excited. Like, oh, yo, let there be snow. Uh, yeah, well, we, we want that. What has for? There ever, has there ever been a person who's uh, skied down Table Mountain? Oh, you want to be that person? I could be that person. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so I've... Uh, I've been blessed to see every every type of weather. I mean, I th- definitely hands down, the worst wind day was the 26th of January. Um, Southeaster. I've, I've really realized that the, the tablecloth determines how strong the wind is. Mm-hmm. So when the tablecloth is reaching the road, which is <laughs> 730 yeah. meters below the summit, then you know it's a strong wind. Um, so in other words, literally in the first 10 meters, we were just covered in mist. Uh, wait, wait, wait. So you get to you get to the <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys. <laughs> I can only imagine. So <laughs> leaving home. Oh, today is another day where I need to climb up the mountain. And then you get there and the clouds are meeting you at the road. Yes. And you're like, we're going up. <laughs> well, here's an even better thing. So where I live in Seapoint, I can't see Table Mountain, but that day I could see the cloud. Which is fl- uh, flowing over it. Right. So I knew, okay, this could be interesting. interesting. <laughs> yeah. Any near 
disasters? Uh, no. Um, thankfully, Touchwood right now have been fine. Um, I, what has been fascinating, though, is obviously being on the mountain all the time. I see every little thing that happens and changes. And um, this year, in the space of three days, we've had two massive rockfalls. Uh, the first one, I don't know when it happened during the day because mm. it was uh, stopped pretty quickly in its tracks. In fact, I took pictures and sent it to people. And uh, I still to this day look at that rock that's sitting in the middle of the path and wonder how it stopped there. Uh, and then that very night that I took that photo and sent it to Lava Trials and Black was uh, when the real massive one happened, which started that fire on Platyclip. Right. Um, and that thankfully happened at about nine, ten o'clock at night, because you could. When the next morning, when I went, oh, well, next next day, when I went up, the the puffs of dust of where the rock falls had landed on the path and had um, shattered one of the rocks. It looks like somebody with a head took a sledge uh, hammer mm. and smashed the rock. A tree has been decimated. Um, it was, you know, just a, uh, a reminder that this is a living, breathing mm. thing that we are on mm. every single day. Mm. Mm. And um, that's why you need to constantly respect it and not just take it for granted. That Being able to notice that says that obviously you, you take, or is it obvious, but you, you take regular uh, regular path, which you've become familiar with, yeah. accustomed to, for you to notice what is different. Yeah, I mean, even little things like, uh, I can't tell you how many times I've seen this most beautiful erica plant, which is like red mm. uh, in the sea of green or brown, uh, only for three or four days later when I'm with somebody else and go like, oh, you must see this. Oh, it's gone. It's gone. Uh, it's yeah. not there anymore. Yeah. He likes those plants. <laughs> <laughs> Is he the one cutting them off the mountain? No, 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 definitely no. not. <laughs> Pulling out cameras. And <laughs> now, my daughter is very much yeah. uh, on that note as well. Will not get tells people if they try and pick flowers, she gets very angry with them. Oh, well, luckily, where these ones that have disappeared, it's, it's quite a bit off the path. So okay. I, mean, I don't think that it was somebody picking it. Hmm. But uh, even just like other little tiny flowers that on the path have like popped up and then two days later have disappeared, whether yeah. it's because people have stood in it or whatever. It's, but it's, it's something that if somebody was there yesterday, wouldn't have seen and, and here today, they actually get to see it. 021-446-0567, any questions that you might have for Andrew Patterson with what you have heard? I think this is uh, incredible. I mean, um, you know, one day when I'm big, maybe <laughs> See, I will I watch you do it. Tomorrow. Maybe I'll watch tomorrow. you do it. <laughs> I, I knew you'd come around eventually. <laughs> he starts to see where it all goes. He's got 200 days. Did you hear what I said? <laughs> <laughs> Just one out of 200. Okay, 31567 <laughs> is the SMS line. Any snakes is the question. You come across any snakes? Yeah. I've only seen two, uh, w only one this year on the 20th of Jan, um, and the one last year was uh, while I was training, um, but both just very quickly yeah. going across the path uh, into the, the thick bush, and both very thin, uh, small snakes, so it's all good. Yeah, snakes are not a, not a big thing. I mean, often when, you, when you're walking on the path, they're long gone before you got there because they can feel the vibration mm. in the ground. They don't want to stick around. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because from the vibration, they can tell more or less how big you are, and they realize very quickly that you're a lot bigger than they are. So. And it's also, Bladder Clip is pretty busy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, so they're going to rather go somewhere where it's far quieter and don't yeah. have to worry about us. You're not doing this alone, are you, Andrew? I do it... Uh, today you did. No, you didn't. No, 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 no you didn't. Today you didn't. I had... Uh, you had Miriam with you I had today. Miriam with me today, yeah. yeah. Um... 48% uh, of the time is alone. 
so just under half. So people yeah. are welcome to. Yeah, well, I mean, one of the uh, great things about this was, you know, normally you hear about some kind of extreme thing that someone's doing, and you know, you'll read about it afterwards or you'll hear them talk. But what is great is the extreme part is just that I'm doing it for a year. Um, you know, my my parents have done it with me. My sister, who uh, you know has adrenal fatigue and has a underactive thyroid, she still flew down from Joburg and you know was determined to support me. And she came up and she made it. Brilliant. So you know, it's amazing that it's it's not about how fit you are. In mm. fact, I've got a lot more respect and and pride of people who put themselves out of their comfort zone and say, uh, you know, I actually want to come and be a part of this. And so anybody who donates is is always welcome to come and be be part of this. And like today, Miriam can say that she was uh, day 165. Mm. And there was a chap, um, I watched one of the videos, um, one of the guys that um, injured himself last year. Yeah. And he, yeah, I mean, that's quite a... goosebumps. Yeah, you, I, I watched it a couple of times because I couldn't actually believe what I was seeing. Um, he had actually climbed Lion's Head on crutches. <laughs> and Kuketa's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> looking at me like, what? Lethal. And he, he went up with Andrew up um, wow. Platterclap as well yeah. and, and down, down again as well. Yeah, so he was... On uh, crutches. Yeah, he, he broke his neck <coughs> in a rugby injury last year. Liefer Klongwa is one of the most amazing human beings. And that's what's been interesting about this challenge is I get to meet some incredible human beings that yeah. I probably would never, ever have had the chance to. And because I had done some... Uh, attended an event with the uh, Petra Jackson Fund last year, uh, he did this where he climbed up Lion's Head and back down on crutches um, and really wanted to do Table Mountain. They were like, oh, well, you should get a hold of Andrew. Mm. And uh, he did. And the only reason I entertained it was the fact that he had actually made it up and down Lion's Head. Um, so, yeah, he broke his neck and was told, you'll never walk again. And it's amazing, guys. Like, you won't tell me what I can and can't do. Wow. Yeah. And, um, you know, less than a year later, here he is getting physio and he's he's Incredible. walking on crutches again. And, uh, yeah, I mean, to to literally be in the presence of somebody who's the very essence of human spirit mm. uh, was just phenomenal and never once complained. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever walked on crutches before. No. Yeah, I haven't. It's a horrible experience. Your hands hurt, your shoulders yeah. get sore, your triceps are, are burning. And eventually I got to a point where I was like, yes, you brew. Like, how are your shoulders not like in insane pain? He's like, oh, no, they've been sore for two hours. <laughs> and But he had the most insanely uh, amazing smile. And Yeah, I mean, in that video, it shows. He's, yeah. he's full of life and yeah. it's amazing to watch. It's, yeah. Um, and are you, I, you know, we we didn't start early enough. So eventually I was able to kind of just work out where we'd gotten to, how much time it would have taken us to get to the top. And I guarantee you he would have got to the top. But uh, the reality is um, there was no way he could come all the way down on, a, uh, on his crutches and we wouldn't have made it to the cable car in time. Mm. Mm. But he will come back. And I look forward to that day when when I'm with him and I'm able to help him get to the top because that was, it's phenomenal. It really is phenomenal. It is, it is beautiful that you're doing this for a cause that you believe in, but at the same time, you are learning. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it, when, when, I did, when this idea popped into my head, uh, I was never under any illusions that I wasn't going to be getting a massive amount of learning. Just purely around uh, dedication, learning about how to listen to my body, 
um, and also from the people that I get to interact with. You know, I learned so much from Lifa that day. Mm. I learned from my sister when she came up. Um, the conversations that we get to have on that mountain is what it's always about. And I mean, when I've been hiking in the mountains for about eight years, I've had my own kind of WhatsApp group where we would organize hikes. And the one thing that always stuck out for me in my mind was what a beautiful space it is to be able to interact with new people and to catch up with existing friends. Mm. Uh, it's such an organic way to, you know, move around and, you know, you're chatting to somebody mm. behind you and, and in the most beautiful scenery as well. And the lessons that I'm learning from nature um, as well, it's just like, you know, being, when I'm on my own, being able to think about how the water's flowing down the mountain, how I, I see the water just popping out the stairs where I have no idea where it's coming from. Yeah. And that's just because it takes the, the easiest route to the mountain. It doesn't, ah, sorry, to the ocean doesn't complain about the fact that this is solid rock it's got to get down you know flowers growing out of the cliff face I always joke like if it was a human being you'd be like but where are the nutrients going to come from <laughs> you know how am I going to get water yeah <laughs> I did actually say this with an American and uh, I don't know why but I always default to an American accent when I'm being stupid <laughs> And she asked me, do you always default to an American accent? I'm like, guys, stop. Yes. <laughs> do you want people to support you by a backup buddy or what? Yeah, so my apologies to all the American listeners. But I, I tell you what, I, I will join you on one of these hikes, if not more than one, um, just for the experience. Um, and I mean, I, I know Platter Club as well. It's not a, It's not a fun walk, but it's... It's the journey that I would go on with you doing that mountain, I think, would be spectacular. Mm. Um, yeah, I think it, it's, it's something I've thought about last night, and I thought, you know what, I, I, I admire what you're doing, and I thought, why am I not? Um, I must get off my butt and actually join you. Yeah, Tim, <laughs> come on, that man. mountain. Stop it. <laughs> Some messages on the WhatsApp line. Wainoma asking, has Andrew encountered anyone who posed a threat to his personal safety? I enjoy Platis, uh, which Habi and I used extensively for our Kili training some years ago. I was just that American woman with a rock in her hand while I was using that accent that was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got a little bit No, but uh, no, I haven't, I haven't come across anybody who has uh, been a threat, so it's been, been fortuitous. David in Pinelands, I was on uh, India Fenter the day after that rock fall. My seven-year-old son wanted to climb under the rock right across the path. Luckily, I recognized that the rock was not normally there and told him it may not be safe. Yeah, wise words. Always trust your yeah. gut. Yeah, look, I mean, at the moment, those two rescues that have happened are because of the rain. Hmm. Um, a loose rock coming and somebody slipping on a rock. So I'm constantly trying to tell people rather try and stick to the the easier routes don't mm. try and do skeleton gorge and nursery ravine because they're just too steep and too platter clip is is obviously um zigzagged so it's it's not nearly as um mm. as brutal as a skeleton in in terms of the gradient before we run out of time again just a reminder and i did tweet the link to the backup buddy um uh, six, uh, 365 Ubuntu Climbs where you can uh, support what uh, Andrew is doing and how do people get a hold of you if they want to uh, come and support and well, the once they've donated they get a thank you email from me which uh, also gives them my uh, private email address so they can mm. get hold of me but otherwise if they follow me on Instagram which is 365 Ubuntu Climbs 
or on Facebook, 365 Ubuntu Climbs by Renaissance Guy. Uh, you can easily send me a, a message on that as well. Nice. Um, and then, yeah, obviously now it's always weather dependent. Um, you know, if it's like a day like today, I only allow experienced foot hikers to join me because mm. to stop, start, stop, start in cold, wet, rainy conditions is not safe. Um, and I obviously want people to get the full benefit and, and uh, their safety is paramount. Um, so then we will just work out what will work best for them. Nice. You're a soldier, man. At Gorgeza Sachan at Cape Talk, you can find a link to that backer buddy and also uh, contacts for um, Andrew Patterson. Dude, much respect. Seriously, thank you very much. Thank Tim, you. Appreciate it as always. Yeah. Um, go to Facebook, uh, rather Instagram, 365 Ubuntu Climbs for Tim Lundy, Cape Town Hiking with Tim Lundy on Facebook, at Hiking Cape Town on Twitter, uh, Cape Town Hiking on YouTube, Cape Town Hiking on Instagram. Thank you very much, gents. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thanks, Andrew. Uh, You can also, just very, very quickly, um, check out the website as well, 365ubuntu.co.za. Let us not forget that. This guy. I think I've got 200 climbs. I've got time to decide. (laughs) <laughs> when when I'm going to do this. But Sunday's Nashla, looking good. Yeah, yeah, I'm not here. I'm going away. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Tim. Thank you very much. Thanks, Andrew. Cheers.